Hello and welcome to my podcast, Conversations with Cornelius, where I, Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, discuss, chat and hypothesize on all things from fatherhood, marriage, comedy and everything else in between. From time to time, there will be special guests, but mostly it's going to be me and some regular contributors, including my main squeeze, Noelle Patricia O'Sullivan, a.k.a. The Wife. So sit back, relax and enjoy Conversations with Cornelius! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Cornelius. I am your host, Cornelius Padlick O'Sullivan, and I'm just coming on to say thank you very much for listening to my podcast. It's been going now nearly two years. Well, actually, sorry, it's been going over two years now, and there's a few of you listening to it the whole time, and Jesus Christ Almighty, I just want to say thank you. Happy thank you more, please. Uh, how are you all doing, guys? Um, what date is it? I don't know. Let me check it out. Today's date is the 16th of April. It is 3.46 p.m. It's a Sunday. I'm in the John Hume War Room. I am just back from a, 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 game, of, uh, a game of soccer uh, that my son was playing. Uh, my son was playing in and... I did a podcast there a couple of weeks ago with Kyla Cobbler and the sound needs to be amended on it. And it was going to be this week's podcast, but the sound needs to be edited uh, because uh, the sound quality isn't as good as it should be. So uh, I'm currently getting that sorted. So what I had to do then is I had to pop on here and do a podcast, a live seat of your pants Sunday afternoon podcast. What are you doing with your life, Cornelius? Can you not even take fucking Sunday afternoons off? Well, excuse me, right? Excuse me. I can take any day I want off unless I'm booked to do something. Um, and yeah, I usually book those things to do. So leave me alone, all right? Um, I'm going to... St- do you know what? That actually bring- that brings up something interesting, right? Um, I, I do a lot of sketches online. A lot of I put up a lot of videos of my own content, stand-up content, and uh, I do some... GAA uh, content based sketches and I often get people messaging me looking for me to do some work for them doing some or to do some gigs for them or just generally people coming along and saying that's great or whatever and uh, depending on how busy I am I will uh, I'll I'll always always get back to them but like if I'm very busy if I'm stuck in for example if someone messages me on a Thursday and I've got like Friday Saturday gigs and I'm on the road all the time I may, I may not get back to them straight away. I may give them an old thumbs up. I may give them an old talk to you soon kind of a vibe. But anyway, someone sent me a message, right, recently on Facebook. And I don't know if I dealt with it correctly, right? So basically, unsolicited advice <laughs> on my content. Uh, a person purporting to be a fan, but calling me Patrick as opposed to calling me Cornelius. Uh, big fan of mine by all accounts. Uh, Cor- uh, Patrick, love your stuff. And uh, <coughs> he wanted me to to go and spend time and edit uh, a hurling match, the league hurling match that was on last week, um, and edit it with my own voice for a sketch that I did recently. And I, quite frankly, just saw it and just gave it the old thumbs up. I wasn't probably going to come back to it at all. It was like sometimes people offer, sometimes people come on and they offer you their own kind of take of what they would do. But like at the end of the day, when you're making content, I generally try and make content that I want to make myself. And unless 
it's someone who's creating content with me or it's a comedian or something like that i i generally you know i generally kind of just stick to my own ideas like but this guy anyway right um <laughs> this is the message he sent me right hi patrick you should take that video link of the limerick goal where flanagan hand passes the white ball of lightning to the model galan and he pulls it into the net if you work your speech video with this goal and the scene, it could be unreal and very good for you to get good audience and hits to it. Thumbs up. That's the thumbs up he gave me, right? He put the thumbs up himself at the end of it. So I just gave him a thumbs up back, right? Um, like, I was never, I would never do that. I would, it wouldn't be something I'd do because I didn't think of it. And I don't like um, doing other people's ideas. I like to come up with my own ideas. Also, I just... You know, it's just, uh, it's Limerick, like. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm from fucking Cork. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. <coughs> so, I, as I said, <coughs> that was sent That was sent to me. He, he sent that on Friday, um, you know, uh, uh, around five o'clock. And I'm, I I don't know when I saw it, but I thumbs it up anyway when he saw it. The next day he came back to me saying, I expected more than a kick in the teeth, thumbs up. No appreciation. <laughs> For no... <laughs> Like, what did you expect? You don't even know me. You don't even know my first fucking name. You're calling me Patrick. Uh, and you're supposed to be one of my fucking fans. Do you know what I mean? My name is Cornelius Patrick. And if anything, it's Cornelius first. You know, I don't, I've never gone by Patrick. Anyway, expected more than a kick in the teeth, thumbs up. And he was the guy who gave me the thumbs up first, right? No appreciation. And I just replied, LOL. And I think the LOL... Um, <laughs> I think the LOL was like a fucking red rag to a bull because uh, he came back then going, can, uh, saying, yeah, LOL, for my 12,000 followers, I give them more back than a thumbs up. Acknowledge anyone and everyone. So at this stage of the races, I was like really annoyed that I was even engaging with this prick, right? Um, that he was taking my fucking precious time. Uh, and I said, I have to try and nib this in the bud now. So uh, I went on to see if he had 12,000 followers. And he doesn't have 12,000 followers. But he does have a page that has 12,000 followers for a business. Um, anyway, fair play to him. I have actually no problem with that, right? But um, the fact that he was trying to compare what I should... He was trying to tell me what I, how I should behave... How I should behave in my own life to unsolicited fucking messages coming in at all hours of the night. I've enough on my plate. Do you know what I mean? I am so grateful that people watch and listen to my fucking content. I swear to God, I am sincerely grateful. I appreciate it so much. But like, I'm not going to be able to, you know, act on on everyone's suggestion. You know, I, I just w wouldn't be able to. Nor, nor, and here's the fucking thing, nor do I want to. I don't. I didn't get into comedy for fucking regurgitating other people's ideas, um, and this guy. Uh, and yeah. Anyway, wait. Like so, this, he he sent that anyway, right? Um, I'm I'm not going to say what his name is. I'm just going to call him fucking Phoenix. We call him Phoenix for the crack. I said, "Hi, Phoenix. Best of luck with your twelve thousand followers. Thank you for your suggestion of what I should do with my own video too." But I'm more interested in pursuing stuff that I come up with myself. Maybe that's why I don't have 12,000 followers like you. You must be very popular. Fair play to you. I won't be responding to any more of your passive-aggressive messages either. So kindly unfollow me and head back to your own very successful life with your 12,000 followers. You sure put me in my box. And I sent that back off, right? And I thought that was going to be the end of it. I was like, okay, this guy's going to just fucking leave me alone now. But no, he is a big fan of mine. So he came back pretty much yeah 
pretty much straight away. Within the hour, he came back and he started off with, Hi, Patrick. Great, big fan of mine. Hi, Patrick. <laughs> uh, it was very much out of disappointment I wrote to you last night. I was going to ask you if... I was going to ask you if interested in doing something for me. So he was looking for something for me. Surprise, surprise. He really wanted me to do something for him. And he wasn't really helping me out at all. But anyway, but I didn't expect... But I did expect more back than the initial thumbs up for writing to you. Even though that's how you ended your one. But anyway, I was only highlighting how I would myself always reply to anyone who reaches out to me and expect the same in return. There was no aggression in what I said, but disappointment that I wasn't afforded more than a thumbs up. Highlighting my 12,000 followers is on grounds that I don't make, that is on the grounds that doesn't make me any better than anyone. And I, oh God almighty, the grammar is just, it's actually really hard to read, to write, to read this. I love watching that video you made and thought of Aaron Galant's scene and mentioned it to you initially to start what I expected would be a response to in turn send you a business idea so he really just wanted see this is the thing right he wasn't actually giving me idea he wanted to reach out and uh, and come up with and do a business idea he had a business idea for me but he was going about it all around like just sneakily and when I hadn't the time nor the inclination to come back to him to his walls straight away I was a cunt and I'm not standing for that because fuck that do you know what I mean I shouldn't have people slipping into my DMs uh, fucking and you know giving me fake compliments when they really just want to utilise whatever they can off of me and um yeah, no, I'm done with that. I've done that for years. I've done that for years. I've had to stand up for myself quite a bit in the last uh, few months, um, you know, in projects, particularly w- professional projects, where I would fucking bite my lip and grit my teeth for years in projects that I was involved in when I was being, tra- when I was being treated unfairly or, or harshly or, or, or um, yeah, in, in several ways, in several ways. Um, but no, I'm standing up for myself and if someone's going to come on to me and slide into my DMs and pretend that they, were, they have this like funky idea for one of my sketches, but in reality, what they really want is they want me to come into their business and promote their products. They can go, suck my cock. Suck my cock, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck my cock. Anyway, where am I? I'm in the John Hume war room and it is uh, disheveled, as is my body, as is my hair, as is my beard, as is my fucking mind. Life is racing at a thousand miles an hour at the moment, guys. I have so many balls in the air, so many projects, (coughs) and only the one body. And the one family. I'm just going to take a little sip of water there now. Bear with me there when I take a little sip of it. <clears throat> exciting times. Exciting, exciting times. Um, I'm doing a TV show next Friday. First time I'm ever going to be doing uh, comedy on television. Unbelievable. Don't ask me what station it's going on. It's just been filmed by a production company down in East Cork in a church. And um, I'm looking forward to that immensely. I'm doing uh, doing the gig with some unbelievably cool com- comics. Uh, my good buddy Chris Kent and uh, Alison Spittle and Eleanor Tiernan, two of Ireland's greatest exports. They're both living in in England now and um, absolutely slaying the comedy scene. And uh, Eleanor has been doing it for years, and Alison is quite the inspiration because I kind of started around the same time as her, and she's uh, she's melting the scene over. Uh, so it's going to be just a joy 
to be on the same stage as them and to have something, you know, something on television. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? That'd be cool. That's cool, bae. But uh, I have to, I have to pick myself up. I have to get my habits back because I'll tell you, as you've, uh, as the eagle-eared listener will know, for the last couple of months, I have been just fighting and niggle, just fighting to get fit, just to not be sick, not to be physically sick. I've had several colds and flus and chest infections and fucking COVID and you name it. I've had it, and um, I'm coming out of it now. Just as we are in the middle of April, I'm coming out of it. I don't have any green phlegm, <laughs> which is a fucking. That's myself and my wife would be asking, "Have you any green phlegm today?" And like that's what it is, because I've just got two sick machines inside in the sitting room uh, a six-year-old and a three-year-old who are inside in school picking up any germs that are going around and um, bringing them back into the house and anyone with small kids will know that but anyway i feel for the first time in ages that i'm coming into a period of health which is great so what i need to do and what i intend to do is i tend i'm intending to get back on the horse of my habits the habits that have held me well the habits that keep my mental health in check my mental fitness fortified and they are sauna haven't gone for a sauna in about six weeks i am starting saunas again tomorrow cold exposure i was doing freezing fucking cold showers for about six months um, and i still dibble dabble with them there um when when i'm at home here but like it's not the same um as as the level that i was doing with them and when i was doing them in conjunction with the sauna i felt bulletproof fasting I, ba- I am back fasting and i was fasting for the last month um intermittent fasting just kind of like not eating after eight o'clock and and uh, eating at 12 the, the next day but i'm going to do a concerted effort because like i was kind of just doing yeah i might do two days of that i might do three days of that oh am i i won't bother fasting this week but now it's going to be concerted effort and here's the one now that i'm going to really try and do for the rest of april and that's remain alcohol free remain alcohol free i've been alcohol free um <coughs> yeah lent lent finished last week i think it was last week or maybe it was a two weeks ago and i gave up alcohol for lent with the exception of my birthday and st patrick's day two little occasions two and i didn't even drink a whole pile on either of those occasions but anyway um and it's done me it's done my mental and i think it's possibly done my physical health the world of good as well so i am going to continue to do it but today is the first day that i actually found it quite difficult to adhere to but i'll talk about that in a second and then the last one of my intended habits to reclaim my intended habits is the exercise Uh, again i am I am exercising, but it's not into a strict routine. I am going to try and implement all of these things. The sauna, the cold exposure, the fasting, the the alcohol-free and the exercise. Five things and put them into each and every day. Obviously, uh, abstinence is an e- is 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 an easy one to to do with um with the with the alcohol and um so that's not a physical thing that you have to do like you have to physically go to the sauna you physically have to do the cold exposure uh, you physically have to endure the hunger from the fasting and you physically have to go for the exercise um so that's what i'm going to try and do I'm gonna, that, no, that is what i'm going to do because i know once i start doing that i must add one more in i must add one more in i forgot affirmations i do my affirmations all the time i'm abundant with joy for my mental physical and spiritual health grow deeper and stronger day by day ensuring that i'm always happy healthy and hilarious my joy expands further through my work with my podcast sketches and live shows attracting millions of fans worldwide allowing money to flow easily and frequently to me ensuring that i can set my wife free these are my affirmations right um 
that's my affirmation. And I sing it and I talk it out to myself, but I'm going to physically start writing it down again in the morning. First thing in the morning. And and I've also forgotten breath work. You're all going to be fucking laughing at me here now. Like, what's this fucking langer talking about? So breath work, <laughs> affirmations, exercise, alcohol-free, fasting, goal exposure, soda. It starts. It starts, players. It fucking starts. It continues. I have been doing them and I continue to do them. Like, for example, I haven't done sauna now in about six weeks. I haven't done cold exposure to the extent of doing it every day like I was doing about five or six weeks ago. Fasting, yeah, I'm kind of doing that at the moment. Alcohol-free, yeah, I'm kind of doing that at the moment. Exercise, yeah, I'm kind of doing that all uh, at the moment. But, like, I might exercise twice a week. I need to go for those walks every day. I need to go out and walk every day, and I'm going to fucking do it. Right? So, so listen to me. Trending topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan. So I literally, uh, as I said, I'm just back from the match. I went onto Twitter. I typed these in. This is what came up. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to last or how what the story with it is. But the first one that's trending is Hill 16. I don't know why Hill 16 is 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 trending. For those of you who do not know what Hill 16 is, it is um, a part of Croke Park. It is a section of the stadium in Croke Park, which is uh, notorious uh, for... Uh, atmosphere particularly when Dublin are playing Dublin it is kind of the sanctuary for the Dublin football and hurling supporters and it adds a, cl- a color and a glory uh, to to Croke Park um, you know anytime Dublin are playing uh, I've often been in Hill 16 myself standing watching I, I, I watched the 1999 All-Ireland final there in the pissing rain when Cork beat Kilkenny 13 points to 12 um, I've been there on several occasions I don't know why it's trending but Hill 16 is a great place to go go there hashtag Mayo for Sam so like there is a kind of at this stage of the races uh, Mayo for Sam is just kind of like just one of these absurd things that people say as if it's never going to happen like do you know what I mean um, and uh, Joe Biden who is the president of the United States of America was in Ireland this week okay and I have to say now right <laughs> I wouldn't be a huge fan of Joe Biden. I wouldn't be a huge fan of American politics. Uh, I think it. I think they're all of them, like the the Democrats and the Republicans. They're they're. I don't know if they're. I think they're all power hungry motherfuckers. To be honest about it. But this guy Joe Biden is he's and he's uh, he's a sight for sore eyes, really, isn't he? He's just an old man living out his dream. He's after getting the best. To be like me now in my fucking 80s, if someone came along to me and said, do you know what? Would you like to manage Everton? Go on there. Get in there and manage them. Go on, you fucker. I know you supported them your whole life. Well, that's kind of like Joe. Joe, No, obviously, look, he's been a career politician, and I'm, I'm probably doing him a disservice here, but like, he is a very old man, and that is not up for grabs. And he's in charge of the whole world. And he's like he's just on his jollies during the week. Came into came into Ireland and uh, he uh, <laughs> in one of his speeches he said, "Oh, just one more thing, mayo for Sam," <laughs> which is just so ludicrous. Um, like Mayo have tried and failed to win the Sam Maguire on so many occasions in the last twenty years. I don't know if they'll ever win the Sam Maguire. Um, they are undoubtedly amazing footballers but there's a curse put on them by all accounts um a cur- let me google that curse the curse of, um it'd be interesting to see what that curse actually is but i think it was biddy early put a curse on them who was a let's find out curse c u r s e mayo 
Curse Mayo football team. Let's just see what the curse is, right? Um, what is the curse for the Mayo football team? That is the curse for the Mayo football team. Prendergast, who was the founding member of the playing play for Dining Names. The curse was... This curse was... Okay. What is it? Just give me the curse, lads. Why were Mayo cursed? The tale of the curse began many years ago after the last winning Mayo team reportedly neglected to pay proper respect to a funeral while passing through Foxford on their victorious drive home. And it was said then that they'd never win the All-Ireland until all of the members of that team were perished, had died. And, um, yeah, I think they're all dead now. And they still haven't won. So, um... Mayor for Sam, my whole Joe Biden. Um, do you know what I'd say to you, Joe? The Dallas Cowboys for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hashtag Cowboys for Super Bowl. See, I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't be coming in talking about my Gaelic football when you know feck all about it. But he's no. Uh, look, he's over on his holly bops. It was a f- like I didn't watch any of it. I'm trying not to watch television. I'm trying to switch off from the fucking television. Um, it's just negativity the negativity is that's surrounded and it's just it's just not worth it for me hashtag bitcoin bitcoin is trending i have some bitcoin well i don't have a bitcoin i have like a, a fucking a part of a bitcoin i can't afford a bitcoin if you're buying a bitcoin now they're 27 grand listen to this if you went and bought that exact same bitcoin six months ago you would have paid 16 and a half grand for it that's how much they've jumped jumped up in the last few months. They're saying that we could be on the edge of a bull run. So um, I am not a financial advisor. Uh, so do with your own money, which you what you want to do. But I have a small bit of cash, a tiny bit of cash, uh, in some altcoins. What are altcoins? I'm glad you asked. Altcoins are kind of their, I suppose, they're alternative coins, and you'll get the, they're like the penny stocks that you'd see in these. Um, in these movies, like, you know, one in a thousand of them will ever come off. Um, so I have my fingers in a couple of them, you know, um, where I've, like, I've got 3,000 uh, <laughs> 3, all coins for uh, Alchemy Pay, right? Now, the name Alchemy is uh, not lost on me in this coin. Like, so Alchemy is the, <laughs> is the <laughs> if you're an alchemist, alchemists are famed for trying to um, create gold, Um out of like normal substances and stuff like that. That's uh, that's that was their original task or their original deed. But uh, so anyway, I've got three thousand of these coins. How much did it, that must have cost you a fortune, Cornelius? You must have paid through the fucking nose for three thousand coins. I got them for like sixty bucks. <laughs> but like, for me, <laughs> like every now and then, like someone will go alchemy pay. Uh, uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> Alchemy pay. Some experts claim it could go to 10,000 euros a coin. So then when I see little articles like that, 10,000 euros a coin, and I've got 3,000 coins, that is 30 million euros that I'll get if they ever reach that. 30 million euros. They're currently at 0.02 cents, right? So, um... Yeah, they're actually, I'm actually down a few quid on them. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's Bitcoin. Um, and that concludes this week's episode of Trending Topics with Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan, Hill 16, Mayo for Salmon, Bitcoin. So I'm just going to tell you two little stories before I go, right? And um, I think these are two, I think these are two uplifting, nice 
simple stories, things that happened to me during the week and um, things that brought me joy in, in this world this week. And the first one was <coughs> on Wednesday, I took my two small boys, Harvey, six years old, Hunter, three years old, to the cinema to see Super Mario Brothers. And I have to say, guys, um, one of the best days of this year I had with them. So I've been super busy, as I was saying, at the top of the podcast. And like last weekend, we had Kyla in and I was just up to my tits, working morning, noon and night. And then Noel took the boys down to Kerry. It's midterm break for them. So they went down and they had like the Easter hunt and all that kind of stuff. And then Noel got back then on Tuesday um and i was mining the boys on wednesday we had sam our childminder was coming in on wednesday evening and i was back to work then wednesday evening but anyway long story short i was mining the boys on wednesday and i wanted to do something with them something just the three of us and uh i'd been toying with the idea of the super mario brothers movie but i was unsure whether hunter would be able to sit down he's only three years old right but I, po- I poised the question to him, and even though he's only three, he is quite articulate, and he is—he—he he just doesn't want to miss out on anything, especially if his brother's doing it. So I want to go to Super Mario Brothers too, Dad. Super Mario Brothers, I want to go to. Can I go to Super Mario Brothers, please? That's the kind of shit he does to me, and that just goes straight into my heart, and I can't say no when Hunter says, "Please, Dad." Please can I go to Super Mario Brothers, please? <laughs> so I took him. I took the two of the boys and uh, we drove in. We parked in an underground car park. We got out of the car. We were holding each other's hands. I was giving them warnings. This is what you have to do now. Oh, the whole thing was I'd take him to Super Mario Brothers and then afterwards we'd get pizza in the Kentucky because Harvey loves the Kentucky. And um, we went in anyway and we got a, a small popcorn each. Uh, or the two boys got a small popcorn each and I got them a slushy and uh fuck it we just like the movie itself right i knew nothing about the movie i'd heard one or two kind of critics uh give their reviews critics are pricks aren't they like they're fucking pricks they're like fucking it's like that fellow who slid into my dms unsolicited let people fucking make their own minds up let people do what they want to do people i had this movie written off in my head anyway from critics right um and i went along and i i I wouldn't say that I was a massive gamer when I was a kid because we just had one... Co- well, we had the Atari 20 f- 2600, which was only 50 bucks. I still remember the ad for it. The fun is back. Oh, yes, sirree. It's a 2600 from Atari. Under 50 bucks, 50 bucks. Now, isn't that nice? I said he must have sold 400 million thousand of them that year when they brought that ad out because 50 bucks, even though it doesn't sound like a lot now... It was it was a saucy amount of money, but it was like, wow, you're going to get your kid a fucking PlayStation. It was the PlayStation of the day. But anyway, we got that. And then my grandmother, God rest her soul, Nana Morrissey, passed away. And she left money to us, to the kids, to me and my sisters. And we decided we'd get a Super Nintendo. And with Super Nintendo, we got Mario World. I don't know if you have any play, if you ever played Mario World, if you ever played... Um, if you ever pl- just if you ever played Mario, I'm gonna see if I can find the music to it. It was like it was like the soundtrack to my life. Mario World, W O R L D soundtrack is yes, soundtrack. And if you did, you'd hear this. You'll definitely know this. Do 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 do. 
Oh yeah, okay, these fucking ads are on here now anyway. But anyway, I went in and I just got absolutely lost. Oh, here we go. Okay, this doesn't sound very familiar. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh, that's when you eat the mushroom, is it? What the heck? Oh yeah, does it? I had the wrong one on first. That was the soundtrack to my um <laughs> that was the soundtrack to my youth. Uh, and uh that along in Pearl Jam and a few other fucking bands, but they were the video games that I played. Anyway, we went to the movies and honestly it was it was like a nostalgic trip back in time for me and I apt I'm gonna have to turn that off now because it's a bit distracting. Let me just one please bear with me there, ladies and gentlemen, while I while I take off the Mario Brothers movie and and uh back to some focus study music, which helps me which has me focus and study at the same time. And, um, yeah. So we went to it. The two boys sat down. And I, like Hunter's tree, he sat beside me. I was watching him mostly. Like, I was enjoying the movie. Um, but I was watching him. And I was just making sure that he was okay. And he spilled his popcorn. And we had to go out and get another popcorn. And when we went out, I, Harvey was like, I'm okay to stay here, Dad. And I was like, I looked around, the place was fairly full. It was fair, It was an, It was a half eleven show, but it was still kind of full. And I was just like, do you know what, he's six, he is okay here. I'm going to just go, short thing half. And I left him there, we went out, we got another po popcorn, we came back, got him a popcorn. And um, he was so proud that he'd been left by himself. And I was so proud that he was okay to be left by himself. Like, you know, for all our journey with Harvey with autism, that was a big milestone. That was a big, big milestone. And um, yeah, and Hunter felt like he was the center of the world and there was one period in the sec near the end of the movie and the movie's like i mean it's not going to win any oscars i'll definitely say that but the graphics are amazing there's some hilarious comedy in it jack black and seth rogan are in it and i mean i just love when cartoons like like remember when the simpsons was out years ago the earlier episodes of the simpsons they were so layered like they were entertaining for kids but there was jokes that were written in for adults as well like um that was the way with this but it was the nostalgia of playing the game as a kid. There was the surprise of, you know, how how funny the movie was. And then there was the unbridled joy of watching my two kids eating popcorn entranced. They're at the movies with their dad. They feel safe. They feel happy. And not when I remember growing up myself, like I have five sisters. And like... I'm the oldest, so I would have experienced my mother's being pregnant uh, all the time for all my sisters. And uh, back then, there was no, you weren't told, like, there was no finding out what you had. Like, you just, whatever, you found out when you were born. Your mam would, mam would never know if she was having a girl or a boy. And I would always dream of having a boy. And I love my sisters. Do you know what I mean? I'm 46 now, it's not the fucking end of the world. But I was, when I was younger, I just, I sometimes felt a little lonely. And, uh, I, you know, I suppose we can all feel a bit lonely. <laughs> but when I was younger, I used to feel a little lonely sometimes. And uh, and uh, and I always wished I had a brother to play with. 
there was a moment in this movie I just looked across and uh, I just saw the two boys and the movie itself is about two brothers who have each other's back no matter what the situation is and um, they put up with each other's idiosyncrasies and my two my two lads are always clipping the, the face off each other like Hunter this morning gave Harvey a black eye just by pinching his lower eye like Hunt, Harvey goes into school with more black eyes and bruises on his legs from Hunter um, that sometimes I'd be saying to Noel, I said, I wonder if they think we're beating Harvey up. Um, <laughs> Hunter goes in unblemished then, like, you know. Um, but yeah, it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. And then it was over, and I was taking a photograph of them, and a woman was passing, and she said, do you want to go in for a photograph with them? And I was like, I do. And we, she took a few photos. And yeah, it was one of those days. It was one of those days, I think I look back on one of the, on, you know, on that day as... Um, I don't know. I don't know. Was it a, it's not a milestone, but it was like, it's just a simple, simple day. We went down, we got the pizza then, and while the pizza was being cooked, they fucking made, they dragged me into the toy shop next door to us. So we were inside looking at toys, and we got the pizza, and we came home, we had the pizza, and it was just, do you know what? Like, it was just simple. But it was beautiful. You know? It was simple and beautiful. So... They're my two smallies. I I have another son, of course, Dylan. He's been on the podcast. I need to get him on the podcast again soon. And uh, Dylan's a grown man now. He's 25. Um, but I got a text off him on Friday going, uh, are you going to come to the match on Sunday? They were That Boher Celtic, the team he plays for, were playing away. And I was like, oh, I don't know, Dil. I don't know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And... Um, <coughs> Cause I, I don't know, so sometimes on, on Sunday mornings I can be absolutely exhausted, you know, and like this week I was gigging Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and two shows on Saturday, so like, you know, five shows, four days, and they're full on when you're running some of the, I'm running all those shows, bar one of them I was running them all, and uh, <coughs> there's a lot of energy expended, and usually on a Sunday morning I kind of, I like to, I like to sleep, <laughs> I do, I like to have a sleep in. But I also love nothing more, nothing more than watching my boy Dylan play football. So uh, I said to him, I don't know, I let him know. And I didn't even let him know that I was going. In my own head, I was going. The minute he texted me, I was going. But I just didn't want to let him down by saying yes and not go. So, um, yeah, I got up this morning and I had the shower and I got into the car and I drove over to Castletown Roach and I got an old... Uh, a hash brown sandwich and a bottle of Diet Coke and I sauntered up over the hills of of, of water or of Rat Cormac, a beautiful drive, crisp April day, and into Castle Lines where um Boer Celtic were away to Castle Lines. And I can tell you this now, right? And um I was talking at the start of this podcast, right, about uh not watching the news. Another thing I did there recently is I s I I stopped all the channels that we had, all the Sky, like we kept the, just the basic Sky package, I think it's 30 euros a month. We were paying like a hundred and, f- I don't know, 20 or 30 quid a month for fucking Sky Sports and BT Sports and fucking, you know, all these channels that we had and we thought we were watching, but like, I was pretty sure that I was, like, and I knew, I'd, I, like I knew I was watching a lot of matches, but like, I just said, I wonder what my life would be if I took these matches out. 
these matches that are inside in my own house and if I'm like my way of enjoying myself is sitting down watching a match I love to do that but I don't want to do that all the time and I don't want to have to fucking pay 1200 quid a year for it so I said to Noel she was unsure of the idea um, but anyway nonetheless we did it and we got rid of the matches and lo and behold I don't fucking miss them I don't miss them drinking some filtered water there <laughs> i don't miss them and what it has done is it's got me out to matches more last week i went to the cork and clare match in ennis uh last bank holiday monday i went to the cork city match above in cork city and then i went to this grassroots munster senior bottom division uh, cup match between castle lines which is a small village in east cork and boer celtic which is a, a small village in North Cork. My son plays for Boer Celtic, and fuck it, lads. It was it was thrilling. <laughs> it was thrilling. Uh, they went up 1-0. Then we came back and got a penalty. It was one all. Then we went up 2-1. Then then second half, they got an equaliser. We were pressing. They were pressing. Then it was a draw at the end of the match, so it went to extra time. And uh, I was standing on the side of the line next to the team, the Castle Lions team, and I was just watching the antics of their fucking bench. And it's like poetry, watching humans, like when they're caught up in, in the emotion of sport. Like, they just lose the run of themselves, like, you know. And um, it went to a penalty shootout. Uh, it was draw after, uh, after, in, after extra time. My young fellow was playing. He started left midfield, and he had a great game. And he played about 65, 70 minutes and his kind of hamstring kind of tweaked and then he, he came off and he was really threatening. And I was just disappointed that he didn't last the, the full game because I know he would have loved to take a penalty. We went to the penalty shootout anyway and we won the penalty shootout. I think there was, um, there was two spectators at the match. I was one, right? Um, there might have been more now, but where I was, there was two. There was another guy standing beside me and he was about my own age. And uh, he, the two of us were quiet enough watching the game and we were near the bench and the bench was animated like. And they were like, come on, ref, you fucking gone. Open your eyes, ref, will you? All this kind of stuff. He's had it all day, ref. He's had it all day. And then the players are giving each other shit. It's just, soccer is so different to fucking Gaelic football. Like, it's it's just as passionate. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. It's just as passionate. Um... But it's um, there's it's different. It's different. I think just the way people hold themselves is different. And um, Dylan was doing well, and the man that he was that was marking him was on a yellow card. And the second half, Dylan was really running at him. And I swear to God, I was fucking in fear because the tackles were going in left, right, and centre. And I was like, Jesus Christ, he's going to get his legs taken off from here. But then I had to realise that that's not my body. And like when you're stuck in that and you're playing it, you don't see the fear. You face the fear and you do it anyway. You know, the fear is part of it. And, um, you know, that's just a father having fear for his own son. Like, But uh, probably a natural thing. But live sport. Live sport. Live anything. Live sport. Live comedy. Live music is energy for the soul. Energy for the soul. And um, I, I fucking love it. I, and I loved, loved, loved that game now today. And it was great to get the win. It was great to see my little boy, even though he's 25, play he's in the, you know i've been taking him to soccer to soccer trainings since he's you know six seven eight years old and um he's still at it and i yeah one of the greatest joys on earth is um for me is getting to see my my, ki my kids um enjoy themselves in whatever they want to do 
And um, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that, guys. I, I want to say thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. I'm enjoying the podcast a little bit more this year because I'm feeling that I'm a little bit more freer in it. Um, like I, I f- like sometimes I'd be under, f- I put myself under too much pressure. Oh, I need to get that out. I need to get that out. Whereas I'm kind of going, yeah, I'll get it out tomorrow, sure. <laughs> it doesn't have to get out today. I'll get it out tomorrow. Who's going to fucking say anything to me? Um, well, there probably will be a few people who say something. They might slide into my DMs and tell me, that's not what you should be doing. Anyway, I love you. I, I sincerely do. And I'm so thankful for all the support I get. And I hope you don't feel that I'm bitching and moaning about people. But like, I'm a human being as well. And I'm just going to be fucking honest. I'm going to be honest. You know, every day is different and some days you're up and some days you're down and at the moment I'm kind of alright I feel good I'm feeling fine I'm feeling fly so uh, good luck and thanks to everyone who's listening if you're enjoying the podcast please like share and subscribe um, it really helps me out if I get an old review I haven't got a review in ages I'd love to get a review uh, if you want to join the, the, the Patreon the link is in the bio you can go into the bio click the link there's loads of episodes on the Patreon now um, you know back catalogue of, of, of extra episodes with um yeah with a variety of guests and myself and um yeah look thank you thank you thank you happy thank you more please and stay in by the wall god bless you <laughs>